Ear Ho Lam. Works cannot describe how sad and angry we were when we learned about the decision on Hong Kong's political future made by the Standing Committee of the National People's Congress in Beijing. I was sitting with my fellow legislators in the antechamber of Lechko, watching the live broadcast of the press meeting. I would never expect to see such a brutal move to eliminate popular elections in Hong Kong. The proposed popular election of the chief executive in 2017 will be a thick one. The future candidates require the endorsement of more than half of the members of the future nomination committee, and the nomination committee will be very similar to the election committee of the chief executive, which is elected from less than 300,000 voters. That is less than 5% of population, dominated by professionals, business people, persons, and organizations close to Beijing and establishment. These people are already controlling nearly half of the seats of the Legislative Council. In fact, many of these members were elected not by personal votes, but by an organization or companies. Many of those were even elected without competition. Such screening will ensure that the candidates presented to the voters in Hong Kong will be the one handpicked by China. Someone like Xi Jinping or others who would be endorsed by the Communist Party. This is certainly far from genuine universal suffrage, and is contrary to what has been promised. We understand that the Hong Kong is in no position to negotiate with Beijing. Beijing has all the power and privilege to hand down to us any proposal regarding the election of chief executive and the legislative council. Nevertheless, we still believe that the Basic Law and the Sino-British Joint Declaration will be observed and respected. Article forty-five. Of basic law stipulates that the ultimate aim is the selection of the chief executive by universal suffrage, upon nomination by broadly representative nominating committees in accordance with democratic procedures. Further description in the Annex One states that if there is a need to amend the method of selecting the chief executive for the term subsequent to the year 2007, such amendments must be made. With the endorsement of a two-thirds majority for all the members of the Legislative Council, and the consent of the Chief Executive, and they shall be reported to the Standing Committee of the National People's Congress for approval. The nine authority is very clear: any proposal to be made by the Chief Executive and Hong Kong Government in accordance with the MPC stipulations has to be endorsed by two-thirds of legal members. What SAR Government needs to do after this crucial step? It's just to report the amendment to the MPC. The most important step would be the endorsement of two-thirds of Legislative Council, which represent the majority will of the Hong Kong people. The role of the central government through the mechanism of MPC is to receive the report. We all remember the interpretation of Basic Law by the Standing Committees of the MPC in 2007, in which they wiped out the public election of Chief Executive. In 2007, and of all legislative council members in 2008, it further installed a five-step procedures to place MPC before Lechko in the deliberation process. It was stated that in 2017 there would be popular election of the chief executive, and following that in 2020, all members of the legislative council will be returned by universal suffrage. In the present consultation exercise. The focus of the public and even the government was in the election of chief executive instead of a legislative council. However, numerous submissions have spelled out the need for gradual elimination of functional constituency.
People were already very skeptical about the slogan "Night." Let's talk and achieve universal suffrage at the beginning, but still hoping that the slogan may be true to a certain extent. Now the game is over, and all promises turn out to be empty, if not lies. It has now become apparent that previous promises were made to Hong Kong people merely to buy time, and to serve as a tool to delay democracy and genuine popular election. People were upset. Particularly those who preferred to be called moderates, they did not expect the central government to take this bold step to eliminate the possibility of a genuine popular election. Interestingly, these pragmatic or so-called moderate Democrats from the pandemic camp, comprising of scholars and legislators who were seeking dialogue with the central government through milder proposal on election methods, were clearly slapped. In this latest round of political manoeuvrings, the response from the central government is loud and clear. There is simply no room for the modest group to negotiate. The door to negotiation has been shut. While the world trend is to democratize and develop representative governments, our motherland seems to be heading towards another direction. In countries like Korea and Iran, it is also one man, one vote. But it is not for the voters to decide who can stand for election. Will election in Hong Kong be carried out in similar ways? Are we moving towards North Korean style of election? Upon hearing the news, many Hong Kong people had expressed their disappointment and strong grievances. Some even start to think about immigration as a means of escape. Would that be good for Hong Kong? Ridiculously, Cy Leung, top government officials. And political figures like Elsie Leung and Rita Fan had repeatedly come out and conveyed more or less similar messages. They are basically saying that Hong Kong people should accept with pleasure the latest political reform proposal. They argued and threatened and tried to persuade us that vetoing such proposal will bring about devastating and detrimental effects on Hong Kong in our relationship with China. However. Various opinion polls conducted after the MPC's meeting demonstrated the contrary. More and more people do not agree to pocketing the proposal for fake general election. Quite a significant number of Hong Kong people would rather stay put with the status quo instead of moving forward. Hong Kong people are not dumb; they know very well that pocketing the MPC's recommendation would send out the wrong signal that we are giving up. Democratic political reforms we have been fighting for decades. It is painful to stay put with the status quo. However, it is even more unbelievable to agree with fake general elections. We have been cheated again and again, and now we learn that no matter what has been promised, we seem to be wandering further and further away from the path of universal suffrage. It is ironic, and in fact a bit irritating. When we hear senior Chinese officials saying in Beijing that the central government is the strongest supporter and main driving force for democracy in Hong Kong, perhaps the democracy they are referring is totally different from those being practiced in the West of the world. Unless we are accepting this caged democracy and pretend that we are contented with such arrangements, we have no choice but to stand firm and oppose. While many people in Hong Kong are trying to resolve conflict and close the gap between different camps, Cy Leung and his allies seem to be doing the opposite. They opted 
to sign and support the Alliance for Peace and Democracy, a group set up by the pro-establishment camp and pro-Beijing groups. The Alliance has set out to take people to the street to drum up support for China in opposition to its Occupy Central movement, to counteract students' protests and cast boycotts. The Alliance set up a hotline and asked students, parents, and school to report on students' activities. Such political moves are fueling dissension and arguments, ushering in a new era of heightening conflicts and disputes, and further tearing apart Hong Kong community. Would this help to move Hong Kong forward in democracy and improve our governance? Of course not. It is sad indeed to see Hong Kong deteriorating. And the community disintegrating, only to serve somebody's political ambition. To me, this has a deeper meaning. War has been declared. Reorganization of the geographical constituency in Legislative Council elections is underway. People already speculated that it may serve to marginalize the democratic camp further. This will bring Hong Kong to places that we are familiar with, like those mentioned in George Orwell's famous book Animal Farm. With that in mind, people in Hong Kong are ready to act bravely to fight for real democracy that we have been denied for decades. With love, Dad, September twenty-first, two o one four, Hong Kong.